regular season sportscast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's about that time of year. You're excited, I'm excited. It's a time where everybody gets gets together and they, they share and enjoy the upcoming year. The closing of this year brings on the return of our fandom. And no, it's not the beginning of school for you parents who are able to break fee free from your children while they're at school. No, no, no. It is, ladies and gentlemen, football season is upon us. Yes, my friends, the bickering, the bitching, the moaning, and the whining returns. Your favorite team will either do good or do bad, but at the end of the day, we all do it for the love of football. Ladies and gentlemen, my friends, it's that time of year where friendships can be broken, trash talking can be escalated to the next level. Fantasy football is, well, either stress factor or... A reason for hypertension medication. But yes, football has returned. And with that comes the controversies, comes the nonsense, comes the bullshit. Who knew that a game on the gridiron which takes 100 yards and 60 minutes to play and has two teams on the field clashing to score, prevent the other team from being the better team, escalate to something to be so political and so so in the limelight of a media frenzy. But yet, it is true, ladies and gentlemen, football, the NFL is back. College football is here as well. Damn you, Michigan Wolverines, for taking an L against Notre Dame. Oh, they are going to be the bane of my year. But nonetheless, football is back, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said, welcome, everybody, to another episode of the regular season sportscast. I am your host, Jay the Red Santee, here to bring to you another week of spectacularness, buffoonery, debauchery, and hilarity that is our world of sports make sure you check us out on all social media outlets check us out on the liking group page on facebook check us out on instagram at the regular season sport also check us out on twitter at rw santi and also check us out on the youtube and the anchor at trss tropical tabloid much will be on that anchor soon we'll be doing much more there also on the youtube we'll be doing much more there stay stay tuned be aware of that and, of course, be on top of all things relevant to the regular season sportscast on podcasting networks across the globe. iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Search, look, we're there, we're everywhere at the regular season sportscast. Your source for sports ridiculousness. That is us, ladies and gentlemen, here. Shout out to all you kids who started school. Yes, it's that time of year as well. The leaves will be falling soon. The heat cannot go away fast enough. And Super Producer Sally has now started a new venture in junior high school. Yes, my friends, on this road, you have been with me for the past three years and you have seen the growth of Super Producer Sally. And she is now a sixth grader. And I must say, where has the time gone? And I'm not getting old, you son of a bitch. I'm getting vintage. That's what I'm going for. I'm becoming more classic by the day. With that, my love grows for not only you, the fandom, the listeners, but also for the sport and for all the the 
debauchery that comes with podcasting. Also, make sure you check us out on RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net is where you go to for the source of all things that is relevant and prevalent in pop culture. Things that are, let's just say, on your radar for your fandom and geekdom, we have it for you. Please take a listen to all the podcasts that are available for us. We have Call Me When It's Over, Black is Noodle Black, The Variant Issue, Toys and Text, and of course, Turnbuckle Tabloid and TRSS. Why go anywhere else when you have everything under one umbrella? One umbrella. Everything is there for you. Everything's there. Please, please check out RageWorks.net for reviews, previews, contests, all things relevant to your world and to your livelihood. All under one umbrella. Why go anywhere else? We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture. So, yeah, so I, I got to tell you. I usually, I usually like try to give you guys a quick, quick story about you know, what's been going on in the week. And this week, I, don't you hate when you bump into somebody that knows you, but you don't know them? That shit pisses me off. And then, then they don't want to tell you who you are or how you know them or, or, or it, it's just foolishness. I'm, wa- I, I'm walking back from the first day of school. I rushed out of work, met super producer Sally at her school. Just wanted to be there for her first day as I do every year. And, um, after I drop her off, I'm walking through a park. Luckily for us, the, the school is not too far. So I'm walking through a park and someone turns to me and they go, hi. And I said, Hey, good morning. Cause I try to be polite. I try to be polite, especially in the world that I live in and the, 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 the work environment that I'm in. You, you, you try to be somewhat cordial and you know, you can't always be a dickhead to people. So I, I, I say good morning to some, give a nod of the head, give a smile when I can. So I'm walking to the park and this individual says, hi. And I said, good morning. You all remember me, right? And I'm like, listen, I'm at a certain age where I've done a lot of things in my life and I've been a part of certain activities that may or may not have fried some, some of my memory cells. And I remember large moments, things that are going to be quote unquote important to my life. Faces and meeting individuals is not one of the things that I tend to remember often. Sorry. Just, I, I, I just, it doesn't register. It, it, it goes through one ear out the other or however phrase you want to use. It goes into one memory banks and it gets deleted soon. I, it just, but for this instance, I kind of saw the person, like I was trying to piece it together. So they're telling me, you don't remember me, don't you? And I'm like, mm. yeah, I'm such and such. They call me this. They call me green eyes. And I'm like, eh. you don't remember? I'm a t- all right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We all right. I'll give you a hint. We met. Uh, we know each other from East New York in Crest uh, around Crescent. All right. So I'm trying to go through my memory banks. I've been all across New York City. I've been across Brooklyn. I've hung out here, hung out there. Don't remember hanging out in East New York around Crescent Street. Don't remember that. I'm, I'm, I, like I said, my teenage years might be a haze. Uh, my twenties, early twenties was fun. I kind of remember some of that stuff. L- let's just say I don't remember emceeing a wedding. That's how bad it could be. I don't remember doing it. I've, I've, I always tell stories of that. I don't remember being at a wedding. I, I, I don't ever remember going to a wedding. Until somebody told me, yeah, you emceed a wedding one, di- one time. 
And it was a close family friend's wedding. And I'm like, oh, my God, I did? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That goes to show you my, um, I drink a lot. So, um, yeah, so she's telling me this, and I'm trying to piece it together. And then, like, the, her look, she looks familiar, but then, like, you could tell that that face has seen some wear and tear. So I'm trying to say that I might know. Then now I know it's going to be weird and awkward because apparently she works for the parks department and I'm going to probably be bumping into her a couple of times if I'm going to go pick up cell and like, I don't, I don't know. Should I continue this? So when I, I go to pick up super producer Sally, we cut through the park again and I tell super producer, I said, I said, listen, I'm about to have a weird conversation with this person. Just bear with me. She goes, why? I said, just, just go with me. So she's, uh, she goes, so you thought, yeah, you thought with us? And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I can't, it, it doesn't, I, I don't remember. I said, are you sure it's me? Because my cousin, people always mistake me and my cousin for brothers. And they, you know, they always mistake us for one another. I don't know. Cause we look similar. And I said, no, it's you. So I said, do you, do you know my name? And she goes, I said, you know, I, I did, but you know what? It ain't that important. Don't worry about it. It's okay, sweetie. It's fine. I, I, I'm trying to hope that we didn't fuck because I don't think we did. I, I'm, I'm trying to look at the woman and I don't think we had sex. I, I don't think so. But nonetheless, it's just going to be, now it's going to be awkward. I'm going to be bumping into her from time to time. And I, I don't, I, I just tell me who the fuck you are. How do I know you? Like, please. I, and I try to like say, do I know you for, cause I used to work in other programs. I used to work like in a YMCA or an after school program and I'm like, or, or work at a, at a UPS. And I'm like, do, do I know you from there? And they don't, and nothing came up. So I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. It's not even that important. You know, it's not like I'm trying to get some ass anyway. So in any case, um, yeah, so that was pretty much my week. Other than that, I'm just getting ready. Fantasy football is done. We did a, a live draft for the TRSS page on Facebook. A couple of you guys watched. I saw if you, so a few of you guys viewed. It was very interesting. My first draft I did, I got an A plus for my job. And then for this one I did for TRSS, I got a C grade. I knew that was going to happen because picking at the five and ah, it's just, I, I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to find a way to just win any case. But fantasy football, uh, we spoke about it last episode with my guy, my co-host at Turnbuckle Tabloid, my fan Matt Oski. He sat in with me last episode. So this week, like I tell you guys, football is back, so I'll be coming in every week for uh, previews and reviews of, of NFL games as well as more stories in the news from sports. So, yeah, guys, welcome welcome us back. We're back in the building. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. have tons and tons in store. This week's rant, I'm going to be talking about Madden. Madden is out um, about a, a little, almost a month already. And um, I got to tell you that I... I'll get into the full story, but I must say that I've been playing regularly and I'll give you guys my review, my thoughts of it uh, during this week's went as well as the history of Madden and what, what started it for me. It's, it's, I've been a gamer for a long, long time. So it's, this Madden is kind of close to my heart in a way, but I'll explain that to you later. Also this week, uh, talking sports and shit. We're going to be talking to Colin Kaepernick, uh, Nike deal. I have an excerpt from. This week's episode of Call Me When It's Over with your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy. We uh, He had that as a topic, so I want to use an excerpt from that conversation. Have you guys listen to that, and then I'll go into my thoughts and opinions of the situation as well. Also, key injuries in MLB, and uh, like I said, predictions for the NFL week. We got a 
First week kicking off, Thursday night games, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Atlanta Falcons. Two birds going at it. Yeah, this should this should be interesting. This should be interesting. So guys, don't go don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be right back. Much love. Hold on a tick. We'll be back with the regular season sportscast with Jay the Red Santi and whoever's sitting in the co-host chair. This message is brought to you by WWE Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons. You're listening to TRSS Sportscast. And if you're not, I got one word for you. Damn! We're back with the regular season Sportscast. With these two wannabe sports fans. This week's rants. Alright, so this week we rant about Madden making its return. Can't even say triumphant return because the shit comes out every year. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, come on. And to be honest, I skip years now. Like, I skip a year. Or two sometimes because I don't want to be in that repetitive cycle of buying the same game every year. I know a lot of you matted heads enjoy buying it every year and such and such, but I've come to the grind where it's like, I don't have to, I don't, I don't really have to deal with it after a while. Cause after, to be honest, after maybe about a couple of months, I play a couple of franchise seasons and then I'm like, I'm done with it. But 
for years I used to play Madden excessively. I mean, hardcore. I remember playing it for the first time on John Madden's football on the Sega Genesis. That's how far back I go. I'm dating myself. I'm letting you guys know how old I am. And I remember it was only, if I, don't, if I remember correctly, it was only 12 teams like that, something like that. I remember the Giants being one. And the the screen, the, the passing windows were up top. Like you see your receivers and you have to throw to either A, B, or C on the passing windows. It was so cool because even when players got injured, the ambulance will come and it'll probably run over uh, other players I was on the floor and they'll pick up the, the, the injured player and drive them off in the ambulance. I remember playing that as a football game. And the only thing that really compared to it at the time that was fun was Tecmo Bowl. And if you guys don't remember Tecmo Bowl, let's just say that Bo Jackson destroyed that game. Bo, ja- Bo Jackson was like, and if anybody didn't use, if you use Oakland against anybody, then I, we weren't playing. Couldn't play against each other. When you play Tech Mobile. Then Super Tech Mobile came out afterwards. It, play, it kind of leveled out the playing field a little bit. But Madden. Madden was the game. And then for years, you saw the progression graphic-wise, uh, playbooks, the way that schemes were laid out. It just, it, it, it just grew. Then through the years, Madden was the only one that was really holding it down. The Tech Mobile series faded away somewhat. And, um, Madden with John Madden was king. And then we had a series that came out called 2K. NFL 2K was on the horizon and it became a possible, if not, if not possible, if it was on the brink of becoming a Madden killer. These players graphically wise better. The play style and the play control was much easier to handle. The demo, the demos. And the, 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 just the whole ambiance of, of the field looked spectacular. There were things going off on the sideline that you didn't see in the Madden game, more, more, um, interactions from, from, uh, computerized players, sweat. It, it was just, it, it became, it became almost as though that it could dethrone the, fr- the Madden franchise until Madden put a stop to that shit and said, um, no, we're just going to license. We're going to get the license from the NFL. Nobody else can make football games. EA put a real stop to that shit quick. Nope. Dunzo. That's it. Which, which sucked. There's nothing wrong with healthy competition. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Like right now in the basketball gaming world, you have NBA 2K and now live, which for years live was the big, big, kahuna if you want to say it was top shit in basketball for years you know the live series was like an amazing which by the way we'll be doing a review of 2k soon nba 2k19 it was the 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 live was the big thing and then the 2k series came out and live just could not hang it tried its best controls just got bad um it looked like it fell on its laurels and ea was like you know what i might as well just deal with the juggernaut which is madden and just rock with that but then you know the past year or two Live has made quiet a quiet return. It's funny because you'll tell somebody, you'll say, yo, I've been playing live. And they're like, oh, what system? And it's like PS4. And it's like, they got live for that. And they'll actually play it. And they're like, wow, it's pretty good. So this year they have a demo and whatever. But in hindsight, um, you see it. The, 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 the transition that occurred was 2K took over the basketball world. And EA was able to lock down Madden. So this year's Madden 
I didn't I didn't pick up last year's Madden. Like I said earlier, I skipped I skipped the Madden. By the way, I remember having intense, intense Madden wars in my house. We used to play Madden. Uh, another one that we used to play was Joe Montana's Football for Genesis. But Madden was like O.D. beef. Like guys would guys in my crib would literally want to fight after playing a game. It was it was that intense. I have I strayed away from playing competitively against others i just like i guess with age it's like i don't really care about playing against somebody like yo i'll bust your ass i don't know about yeah you will you really will i am not gonna lie to you i will not argue that years ago i was so competitive like people tell me like yo you can't fuck with red because red 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 will hold you down i'm like like these days it's like i don't really i don't i don't have time to sit there study playbooks monitor too much stuff it's not i don't have it I don't have it in me to do all that. So I, I play recreational and that's the way I think I should play video games these days. And plus there's a lot of games coming out. We'll go to that later. Any case. So with Madden this year, uh, from what I remember from two years ago, they changed the, the outlook of the graphic. Well, graphically this year, I think it's phenomenal. I think they did a one hell of a job graphically. Especially when it came, when it comes to the on-field actions of a player, they have uh, the the juke moves done properly, breaking out of tackles, the 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 moment in which defenders are able to intercept, how a defender is able to pursue and connect with offensive players, like in sacks or tackles. It it just it looks cleaner. I mean, of course, every Madden games have glitches because I've seen it on Instagram. A bunch of glitches that occur. Some of them are pretty funny, but. Through it all, when I'm playing, I haven't seen too many graphical glitches or, or or bumbling going on. I have not seen it. So, for my part, I think I, I think it's 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 standing out very very well. They have the long shot story mode, which I don't play. Your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy, was was playing it. From what I saw of it, and when I was watching the interaction, there's a lot of um, how do you say um flashbacks and 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 present day stuff and it's just one long winded story that i honestly couldn't care. i could care less what it was i could care I, I really didn't care of what happened to this play there was no connection i think i find more of a connection with the 2k stories than with the two like i mean like the 2k um nba stories than with the the Madden story mode. I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't find it interesting. Of course, they had the ultimate team collection with the with the playing cards, which is pretty fun as well. I know a lot of guys are getting involved with that. They've added more uh, every week. They they they, give, they deal out new sets in which players can uh, find ways to unlock and 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 receive new cards. Which is pretty cool. They don't beat you down with a lot of like loot boxes and stuff like that. You just playing. I, I think it's really cool that that EA has not really browbeat beating the, the the fans and the players with that. Finally, I've been playing the franchise mode, and with franchise, I played a little different than other people. I don't play direct franchise, which is I don't play with the updated rosters that everybody has. I like to do fantasy draft right off the back, where I'll just draft my own team. Everybody seems to be even out, leveled out. It's not as though. Uh, if you take a team such as, uh, who can I browse? Like Arizona. If you're going to pick Arizona and that's your favorite team and they have the squad that they have, you're like, oh, I already know this team's not going to be really that good. 
or you know any team that you know is not going to be a contender. Like you get a Chicago, you're like, I know it's going to be a tough year. At least with the fantasy mode, fantasy the fantasy draft mode, you pick whoever, whatever for any position that's needed, and it's it's pretty much streamlined. So you made your customized team with your favorite team, which is fine. I I I'm, I'm, I learned that a couple of years ago from a former co-host who who actually put me onto that, which I thought was pretty fun. Any case, they've updated the 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 way in which you monitor your draft, your drafting upcoming class, in which uh, after the season's done, you get to draft the players. They have it to where you now monitor uh, not only what grades they get, but you also see what they do at the combine. There's also a thing which is great, which is uh, whatever coaching scheme you have, you can select players that actually fit your scheme in which they'll play better and their progression and their attributes go up faster, which I thought was really, really cool. Uh, after preseason, I played game one, uh, week one of a, of, a, of a season, and right off the gate, I had players that were already progressing, and I was like, wow, cool, because they were in the scheme. The only real problem that I have is if you put on autosave, and let's say you want to go back, because they give you a large file in which you can go back and load up from a previous spot. If you put on, if you keep it on autosave, I had a problem with this. I played a season, and I was I already done with the season. I was about to draft, and I remembered. I said, holy shit, there was a player that I wanted to resign, and I forgot to resign, and I couldn't find him on my roster and apparently he was picked up by somebody else and I couldn't get him. So I was like, let me go back to my previous loaded page and I'll see if I can get him back. And it automatically auto saves. And once you try to go back, it auto saves, auto saves. It'll start deleting everything. You'll lose whatever progress. It's a pain in the ass to hunt and find it. So yeah, that's, that's the only, that's a gripe that I have with that. You can't find your previous stuff that you wanted to get into. And I mind you, I went, it saved all the other bullshit, but just that file, it would not have, it did not save and, or, or, or it deleted it. So I had a problem with that. Other than that, the, the game is still competitive. You could play it on pro, all pro, Madden, or even in rookie, and it still seems to be competitive. If there, you know, I think defenses are smartened up more. I play a lot of slot receiving now. When it comes to bombs, you're going to be having a fucking trouble with that shit. You better make sure that you can keep an eye out on a defense because if their if their secondary is back deep, you're not fucking catching bombs out there for shit. Also, I have trouble with players holding on to the ball. Their hands could be ninety nine as soon as they get the pass, and it it should be right slap dab across the middle. Of course, I know during the games that balls are jarring out. It's not a lot of fumbles about drop passes, and a lot of these passes. I mean the the, the the receiver could have the possession and still hold on to the ball, but yet the ball comes out and it's like, oh, and it's off the most lightest shit. It's not even a hard hit and players are not catching the ball. So it's kind of, that kind of troubles me a bit. Other than that, when you're looking at the, the, the gameplay itself on franchise mode, it's pretty fun. Uh, as, as the previous years, you can move your team out. Like I, I, like I use the Raiders, so I'm already moving them out to Vegas. I'm building my own shit. You also, monitor like i said the the draft class you're also paying attention to um how your players progress you can actually give them different attributes to better their progress as in speed uh power blocking run blocking whatever uh their position details you that's that's where you get key attributes for that so i thought that was pretty fun that was a good addition to the game other than that as for madden i haven't played it in two years for me to come back 
to get in, in this forum. I'm not going to give it a five star rating, but because of the long shot, which I don't care about, uh, the ultimate team, which actually will be pretty fun to play. And for the fantasy, I re- I'm balancing on a low four, which is pretty cool. Low four, high three and a half, like between that three and a half, four. Because like I said, control wise, the controls are pretty good. It's also the problem that I have in is um, rushing the ball. When you're when you're a running back, you try to put it on assist, and it seems like the the running back has its mind of has a mind of its own. You can't really pick up exactly where it is because I could be running a route. I could be, excuse me, I could be rushing a route, and I could see a slot opening up while a slot that was closed, which I was supposed to run. And when I want to go make that move to there, like to that make that to hit that hole, it doesn't allow me to do it as quick as I wanted to be. And it's not the backs because it could be anyone from Le'Veon Bell to uh um uh Kimura or any of these guys who's quick who's who has quick feet and he won't they won't be able to hit the hole fast enough so that's something that probably needs to be worked on that's on my half but other than that I say I would give this probably a low four out of five high three over oh, definitely over three point five maybe say about three point eight three point nine around that area but if you guys are a fan of Madden in the Madden series this is probably the better one in the past previous years. You know, a lot of people like the long shot from last year. I I heard from from others that it was like, eh. But as for me, coming back to the series is actually pleasurable. It's one that I could say that I will be coming back to it where I probably play a game a day or a game every two days before the other games coming out. Because right now, oh man, I'm playing Fire Pro Wrestling. Spider-Man comes out. 2K is coming out. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. WWE 2K19, which is another series I pick up every year. I got to. This year they have the Ric Flair edition. Uh, it's way, way too many games. Smash Brothers is coming out on Switch. And a lot of stuff we're going to be doing interviews here on TRSS as well. So be on the lookout for that. Also be on the lookout for Oski and I's review of Fire Pro Wrestling World on uh, the PS4. So guys, check that out as well. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we're going to do an NFL's preview review. Well, it's going to be more of a preview and predictions because our review is not happening yet. It's the first, first game of the week. Also, talking sports and shit, we're going to have an excerpt from uh, Call Me When It's Over with, uh, with your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy. We're going to talk on Colin Kaepernick and whatever else is on the news bulletin. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. We'll return with your host, Jay the Red Santi, and the regular season sports cast. Merriman, you're listening to TRSS. Must say that. Seems like it's been a long time coming. A lot of things occurring, a lot of rookies that everybody's looking forward to seeing. A lot of movies, a lot of shaking. NFL is back, baby. 
So, to discuss week one before I start the predictions and stuff, I gotta say, I got I am a Giants fan, been a, li- a lifelong Giants fan, been a Giants fan since 84 around that time. And I see my fair shares of wins and other disasters that occurred during the season for the Giants. But I also have to say that as much as I've given up on the New York Knicks, I don't care for the Yankees. I struggle to be a Met fan and that, that fandom is almost hinging as well. I'm a Ranger fan as well, but my fandom with the, with the Giants have been long standing. And I must tell you that I am not too keen on what's going to happen with this team this year, man. Um, although we made a, a tremendous pickup with, uh, at the running back position with Barkley, I don't think the offensive line is built to, Help Eli get some protection. Uh, finally, we got a tight end who may be iffy. Uh, he just was on concu- uh, concussion protocol. Uh, hoping Ingram will be a solidified tight end for them because he, Eli needs a dump off guy to go to. Of course, Odell Beckham Jr. got the big money, got the big contract. Good for him. We also got another, uh, a receiver with Shepard that could help. But the one thing I have to say is that. It's the offensive line. You guys are going to give my boy Eli PTSD once he leaves the game. It's going to be really tough. In the cornerback position, in the secondary, I always felt uh, for the past two years, we finally have been able to build something there. We just need some help up front, get some pressure on the QB, and um, I think we'll be all right. But that division is going to be tough. you got a, a strong Eagles team that's coming back. Uh, Washington is trying to look as though that they could be a team of old but the old team that I'm looking at is a team that's going to probably be eight and eight, seven and nine, maybe six and ten. The Cowboys is not the Cowboys that I don't think they're going to be. Of course, you got a big back with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Prescott is looking like a quarterback that may have been a f- people may consider a fluke. But when you got an offensive line of the way the Cowboys did, I wish the Cowboys, uh, the, the Giants had an offensive line on the court than the Cowboys did because then we'll be just fine. You know, Big Zeke is going to have some big games, but I don't know if that's going to be enough to keep them uh in the hunt in that division other close than that i'm looking forward to seeing how jimmy g jimmy guapolo does in san francisco he had a tremendous closing out of the year last year and i'm hoping that he has a a, a good year this year for san francisco as well i don't think i think that west is going to be uh an open run between san francisco and the rams because honestly i don't really see seattle doing as much as that they used to do in previous years also want to see the return of aaron Rodgers to see how how well he does over there. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be great because as long as he has a receiving core that could catch him, he usually struggles on early, but then catches up and, uh, picks up speed during around the third or fourth week of the season. But hopefully he can jump out the gate and look really, really good. I don't know how they're going to be looking in the right, in the running back position and their defense also could be somewhat shoddy at times, but I'm looking forward to that. As I mentioned, Philadelphia is going to be the Philadelphia of last year. I don't see any changes on that horizon. That that was a strong team, and it's going to be an even stronger team this year. Other standout teams that I want to see come out, uh, I want to see what uh, Deshaun Watson does out there in Houston. Kid, the kid was having a a, a a stellar year until his injury that took him out for the season. I also want to see how the Jets are going to look. With the, with, with their man Sam Donald at, at the QB position, I'd like to see him be a, a force to be reckoned with at the QB position, especially being a rookie himself. And I'm really, really looking forward to see what Cleveland does. I want to see what the Browns, the Browns had 
a horrendous record, but they weren't a bad team on, 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 on when you watch games because on any, on any level, they were a competitive team. They stuck in on a lot of games. So, you know, a lot of games were closed games in which they could have pulled out. I think that this year they have some key players. Uh, they have Land, uh, Landry there. They have, uh, uh, Baker Mayfield there. You got, um, Duke Johnson. You, you got, you got some, you got some, got some help there, guys. So let's see what, what happens over on that, on that note. But as for that, I'm going to make my predictions for this week's, the week one of, of course, NFL week. I know many of you may or may not have cared about it, but I'm, um, I'm pretty excited. I want to see how this, uh, how this turns out week one. Week one is always going to be the, the, the week in which everybody's like, all right, you can't, you, you can't predict the whole season on just one week. So, uh, let's, uh, let's slow it down, everyone. But I feel the same way. And plus for fantasy football heads, this is the one that gets everybody hyped up. So cue the music, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thursday night game, you have the Falcons versus the Eagles. I think it's going to be a little bit shoddy. I think a lot of both these teams are probably going to come out the gate a little bit nervous. Uh, we won't see any real, real gameplay out of the both of them until probably early second, mid-second quarter. Um, like I said, the Eagles are the Eagles of, of the same. I don't see they, they didn't make any big changes. The Falcons, defensive-wise, uh, as much as I want to see him excel defensive-wise, I don't think they made any key uh, places, especially in the secondary, to hold down a Philadelphia powerful offense. So I see the Eagles taking this one. Sunday night game at the 1 o'clock, you got the Bengals versus the Colts. And this is a funny game. I find this game to be hilarious. I'm, I'm surprised that they actually put this as their first game of the season. Bengals versus the Colts. The return to luck. Or is it? Did they give him enough offensive uh, linemen to protect him? He's another guy that's going to be getting PTSD back there. Also, you, you, you never know what, what you get with the Red Rocky from, from, from the Bengals. You get uh, Andy Dalton. These guys could hold passes for him. It could be a bigger threat. It could be a bigger a big team. I am going to say right out the gate, I think the Bengals take this one in a close one. Uh, Buffalo Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. Flacco is Flacco. He got the he's, he's, he's got a defense that's gonna hold, keep him in games. Everybody wants to see the young kid get in the game. You want Lamar Jackson in there, but Flacco Flacco's the man there. At Buffalo, you have Josh Allen out there. He's gonna be out there getting some reps out there, showing it up. I have a feeling that this game might be might not be as close as it should be. I'm gonna go with the Bills taking this one. At the Ravens. We got the Buccaneers at the Saints. No. No. No Jameis Winston. He's out for a couple of games for dumb shit. And the Saints have still a utility of firepower over there. So I'm going to go with the Saints with this one. Texans at Patriots. I'm going to say that this is going to be my long shot. I'm going to say that the, Tex- the Texans take the Patriots in their home. I think the Texans will take that. I think... Deshaun uh, Watson is going to show off here. Uh, if we could get a uh, uh, Texas defense that could stifle Brady, uh, Brady for a little bit, get him flustered, 
I don't think they, they don't have the offensive uh, machinery that they have that they need just yet. I'm going to take on the upset the Texans over the Patriots. 49ers at, Val- at the Vikings. Jimmy G, I believe he's going to have a good game, but this is one of those that I think that the Vikings, who has they still a solid receiving core, uh, Cousins in the helm. I'm going to probably say... As much as I, as, this might be what I said, but this might be a 49ers win at the Vikings. Dolphins and Titans. Dolphins have nothing going on over there. Nothing. Nothing going on. Titans, I like, uh, I like them at the QB spot. I like, I like, I like these guys over there. Uh, defensive wise, they can keep, they can keep, uh, the offense in the games for a long time. Marcus, uh, Marcus Mariota. If he could keep the turnovers down, he'll actually be a really, really solid QB. So I'm going to take the Titans at the Dolphins. Jaguars and Giants. Uh, did we see a preseason game of this? Yeah, preseason, preseason. But the Jacksonville defense, everybody's banking on the Jacksonville defense is going to be solid. And if the Giants don't have the offensive line, they're not going to be able to see the Jacksonville Jaguars taking the Giants in their house. There's a lot of teams I see taking away games here. Steelers at Browns. This is a good game. This is a, a, a 1 o'clock game. I want to see the firepower. Le'Veon Bell has not been signed. I'll talk about that later. He's still a holdout. Uh, Steelers will be going with their backup running back. But, of course, this is going to be Roethlisberger throwing his ass off to uh, Juju and a couple of guys. Antonio Brown, I think, with that being said. This is going to be a close one, but I think I'm going to say that the Browns actually win this one by a field goal. Chargers and Chiefs. Chargers is always a team that looks good on paper, but when you get them out there, they'll give you a battle scrap and fight. But you know what? Just for this game, I prior Kareem Hunt is going to have a big game. He likes to come out the gates early and, and play strong. He showed it off last year that he came up the first couple of weeks as a big back. But I'm going to say the Chargers this week. Come on, Phillip Rivers, and show off. Cowboys and Panthers. Cam, Cam, Cam. Oh, Cam Newton. What are we looking at with Cam Newton? Are we going to get the crybaby Cam Newton? Are we going to get the Ezekiel Elliott who could have gotten everybody fantasy points if he wasn't suspended early on last year? Oh, man. If Carolina's D could hold tight, I think that this this game could be close, but I'm actually going to take this is another one of these games that I think that the Cowboys will be able to take Carolina in their house. So. Redskins and Cardinals. Who cares? Adrian Peterson's with the Redskins now. I think this is his swan song. I think he should have been with the Redskins last year. Better been a better look for him. I don't know but this, this is better look for him this year. The Redskins is, is, is best for him. This will be his bye-bye swan song. So I'm going to say uh, uh, Cardinals at home. Seahawks and Broncos. Everybody's banking on uh, Russell West. Uh, Russell. I always do that. Russell Wilson to be uh, the quarterback of old. But I'm also looking at can the defense keep them in games? You know, we have. Excuse me. Uh, we have, of course, the big story out there with Griffin playing his first, uh, his starting his first game on defense. Man with one hand, but able to put it together. 
so that perseverance and everything and everything that's thrown at you doesn't hinder you from your from your ability to accomplish goals. Shout out to that young man out there. I am going to say that. Wow, I am going to say that. Wow, they got Case Keenum as a, as a quarterback out there too for the Broncos. I don't know. I, I think that's a different form, a different look for him. I don't know whether or not he'll be able to. Um, I don't know if we were able to deal with early on with that Denver offense yet. I'm going to go with Seattle. I'm going to say Seattle at Broncos. We got the Bears at Packers. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to tell you. This is the 8 and this, this, is the eight, this is the 8 o'clock game on Sunday? Jeez. Come on. Let's be real. All right. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers here. Monday Night Football game. We got the Jets at Lions. Um... Matt Stafford is always going to give you a guy who's going to give you 300 yards. If you get the chance to, he'll throw, he'll throw, he'll throw. But his defense does not like to keep him in games. Uh, I don't know. It looks like they're going to be having like a, a, a rotisserie going on in that running back position for the Lions. The Jets, if they're able to keep their secondary tight and be able to have their, their linebackers be able to cover to hold down any threats in the middle, I think the Jets could pull this one out and Donald will have his first win, especially on the road. And finally, you have the late Monday night football game. You have the Rams and Raiders. I'm quietly enjoying the Raiders. You know, I I, I I wanted them to succeed last year. They, you know, they had some key injuries that messed them up. Defensive wise, they were really they, they fell off to the side. They just got rid of uh, Khalil Mack. And I, I think that this is gonna probably be an Oakland team that probably squeaks into the playoffs if you know if, if, of staying games, Derek Carr. I like the kid. I've always had such a count. He came out of college, but you know, this it's just too much turmoil there. Plus, you know, we, we gotta see if there's gonna be a returning to the running game. And as for the Rams, it's a lot of firepower there. Todd Gurley, the QB position is definitely, definitely on point. I am going to take the Rams at open. Wow, there's a lot of games I saw um, get taken uh, teams with um Went at went went away from home, so let's check that out. So that was my picks for this week, ladies and gentlemen. All right, guys, when we come back, the hell I can cover. Yeah, it's still talking. All right, all right, I gotta cut that off. All right, guys, when we come back, we have, uh, of course, talking sports and shit. The part where. Just the news and ridiculousness that goes on. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be back. We'll be back with TRSS with your host, Jay Senti. talking sports and shit kind of sports and shit this week of course everybody knows about the colin kaepernick nike uh situation business merger transaction whatever you guys want to call it and a lot of people are not pleased about it people are upset and you know what oh well many of you people may not like my opinions on this many of you people may not want to hear the rest of my show many of you people may not want to hear my show ever again but fuck it who gives a shit 
Because at the end of the day, it's my fucking show, my opinion, my thoughts, my feelings, and this is what it is. But before I continue with that, I will gladly share an excerpt, an excerpt from this week's episode of Call Me When It's Over with your girl's favorite artist, Josie's Boy, in which he discusses his thoughts about the Colin Kaepernick, I guess, issue, in which people think it is. It's an issue. So uh, take a listen. If you guys have been living under a rock, Nike has come out and admitted that they've been paying Colin Kaepernick this whole time, which the whole time he's been kneeling and been out of the league and people have been shitting on him. And he's been, he, people forget that before he even got, he didn't, before he got a big contract in the NFL, he gave up his million, he was giving up millions of dollars. And yet before he, he signed anything. And he was also donating millions of dollars. People were like, during how he still got money yeah it's like there's none of y'all y'all don't need to know exactly it don't matter y'all exactly. don't need to know he sold his fucking he didn't sell he gave away his whole sneaker collection mm-hmm. he like he donated he there's a guy who i follow uh, I, i'm friends with on facebook i can't really remember his name but they did like um he has this program called 100 suits and colin kaepernick donated to it 100, right, 100 right. suits to yeah to to to, to um ex-cons and people who looking just got work, out of jail yeah. looking for work mm-hmm. and it's like you gotta look the part i got you you want to come back into the world? I got you. He's he's kept he's kept to his word. Like for somebody that's that honest and that's that transparent, the only thing people don't know about is whether he turned down deals from NFL teams or not. Mm. Which I don't think it's our place to know that, right? Because nobody has publicly came out and said I want Colin Kaepernick. And the only one that's actually been saying that they denied is the teams themselves, right? Oh, we wouldn't give him a try. We wouldn't do this. They're publicly yeah. denying. It. They're publicly denying it. Like like that's, that's why he won the part of the suit in collusion mm-hmm. against the NFL. It's real, but like that—that's earning them fucking brownie points for for, for announcing that. I was like, yeah, yeah that was corny. Yeah, that was really corny. Um, so Colin Kaepernick is the face of uh, Nike Nike's 30th anniversary for the Just Do It campaign. Him at first they did it with Serena Williams, which they shed it on her with the bodysuit thing. Mm-hmm. That was bullshit. And then he's the face of the win. Man, when they saw his face on that ad. People were cutting up their, the, the, taking off the Nike logo from their clothes. Yeah. They were cutting up their socks. They were burning their shoes. The motherfucker burned his shoes on, on his feet. feet. You fucking dumb Third degree dick. burns. You dumb dick. Like, I'm not going to tell you what color he was. I'm just going to say. He was dumb. Yeah, he was and dumb. Pale. <laughs> and very pale. <laughs> and privileged. Very pale. Clearly he's not black. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say opposite of black. <laughs> Let's do the math. The second color that makes gray when you get when you mix black, that color. Mauve? He was that color. It wasn't mauve, was he? No, because that's like a pinkish. Yeah, it's not mauve. Well, maybe, 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 maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe put a little more white in there. <laughs> oh, um, there you go. <laughs> I just said put white with the mauve. That's all I'm saying. Think, think hamster stomachs. <laughs> think that. Think what? the bot. Think, think, think of pit bull's teeth. <laughs> think that that color person when they get mad yeah, exactly that's what they look like um when they saw the colin kaepernick ad they look like that hamster stomachs you yeah, just think of hamster stomach um but anyway yeah so colin kaepernick is the face of the the, the nike 30th anniversary just do it campaign mm. which i love um that they made in the, now a lot of people are against the saying that this kind of contradicts his message which i completely disagree people saying it's big business and it's like see what you don't what people don't realize like dumb fucks that never made their own money um dumb fucks don't understand when two entities come together that are public figures businesses at the end of the day it has to work for both sides so not only and nike has stood behind a lot of people in, in times of controversy oh, yeah, definitely yeah they they're 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 known for for doing this stuff, mm-hmm. but for them to come together like you, you you're looking at as like oh Colin Kaepernick sold out stupid you don't get it now his message is on a bigger platform it's on a bigger yeah exactly it's like now the world can see this not just the people who are into the NFL or the people who just only s- say Black Lives Matter or the people who only say 
all lives matter. Like it's not just these people. Now the world can hear his point because this is the first time he's really speaking. Because mm. for the commercial that's going to launch tomorrow, I think mm. it's already on the internet. Right. The new Nike campaign, he's actually just speaking. He spoke through the whole video, which and it's he, not about him, right? And you peep it; he's been quiet this whole time. Once again, that is a small taste of your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. Make sure you check him out. I call me when it's over. Episodes dropping this week, episode one twenty two, cmwio dot com. Wait, this week get the downloads. Get it on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all things that's podcasting world. That's where you get. Call me when it's over dot com. My brother. Josie's boy. So in that, in that segment, and as, as, as it's, as it's said, Nike has been continuously playing Kaepernick. And I think that's where people draw their ire from when they're just upset and say, Oh, well, he wasn't really doing it for the calls cause he's still getting paid. Why somebody can't get paid and still have a, a, a right or, or, or belief in something and still stand firm against what the, you know, the, the, the nature of the beast that we are living in now, the society that, and the culture that is our livelihood, especially if you're those of in color, you, you just have to be broke and still not be able to, you know, get some money, but yet be prideful and have, have love for equality for all mans. But you, but you can't have money to do that. You've got to be broke to do that. It doesn't make any sense. And then the, on the other, where actually with more, with money, you actually could get more done. As Josie's boy said, being part of other, uh, uh, charities, being a part of, of, of initiatives that, that help to provoke community, to, to bring up communities, to help to enlighten others and educate others on the, uh, on the travesties that are occurring in our social environment. And this is done by a football player. I remember football players would be dumb motherfuckers. Duh. Like, apparently you guys don't understand where this young man, his pedigree has come from, his schooling. His upbringing. This is a young man who came from a mix, a mixed culture who was, uh, adopted, was it a dot, was adopted as a baby, went on to play two sports in high school, was scouted for both, earning scholarships, became well known for not, not only his, his athleticism, but also because of his studious wares, went to Nevada, had a hell of a college career there. Got drafted by the 49ers, took a team to the Super Bowl, nonetheless, was a cover man on numerous sports magazine and other fashionable outlets. This is a young man that was on his way to stardom, was ready to punch his own ticket, was a few plays away of winning a Super Bowl in his young career. And then he starts to realize the travesties that is going on in our country when it comes to men of color, women of color. He starts to notice, not even start to notice, he begins to register within himself that there should be more that he could be doing. There's something more that he could be doing. So while other parties in the world are going through turmoil and such anguish and frustration, rather than incite rioting, incite carnage and anarchy, the man decides to take a knee while a Star Spangled Banner national anthem is being played takes a knee i've said this many times in many episodes i've been at, i've been at baseball games i've been at football games where people aren't even holding their heart during the national anthem they have their phones out videotaping or recording what's going on on the field or they're at the bar getting a beer 
or buying popcorn. Nobody stops. Nobody stops what they're doing when the national anthem is being played. People are still working. People are handing out hot dogs and, 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 and beers and sodas and waters. Nobody stops when the national anthem happens. They continue to do what they're doing. There's never an instance where you're at a stadium and such as somebody sitting there saying, oh, the national anthem being played. Listen, I can't pee right now. I got to hold on a second. No, people continue what they're doing. This young man decides to take a knee. No disrespect to the military. It has nothing to do with it. When I was a kid and I used to stand up for the national anthem at school, my first thought wasn't about the military. It was about God and country. And so sometimes it wasn't even that. It was just I wanted to get through this assembly. It was it had nothing to do with the fact about the military. Now, all of a sudden, to redirect, to give you the red herring, to throw your your your, your attention to something else, there's out there's media parties and uh, and outside individuals who want to say, oh, he's dis- he's disrespecting our military. It has nothing to do with the military. It has something to do with having a silent stance about what's going on in our society, in our culture, in our environment, in our communities. And this man was punished for that. Now, as I always do, I I I play defense because on the hindsight is. NFL is a corporation is a business. Granted, if I was to do something that my job wouldn't want me to do, they would want to suspend me. Okay. Now I would have a choice to either continue to work there or stand with what I believe in and leave. And even with that, if I do leave, I'm going to go fighting because you're going to have to prove to me that whether or not what you want me to stop doing is ethical and along the guidelines of my right as an employee and, and, and is illegal a fact but sure you're gonna sit there and tell me okay this is what i i need you to do this but if you could do it some other way you have that choice he made the choice of saying no and everybody says oh he wasn't that what he wasn't that good of a quarterback anyway the young man took a team to a super bowl to a super bowl how many of you guys could say that about any of your favorite quarterbacks bet you 90 percent of them are white and you still you still sign up with them and say hmm he was that good he took him to a super bowl I remember Trent Dilfer being that much of a great quarterback. He took a team to the Super Bowl. But yeah, I would still say, oh, he was great. Kyle Kaepernick took a team to the Super Bowl. And it so happens that a blackout occurs. How how ironic. A blackout occurs during the Super Bowl, which never happened before. A blackout occurs during the Super Bowl. They lose. And then all of a sudden, this young man is blacked out of the NFL. How that happened? What's this? Do you see the symbolism here? Now, all of a sudden, he's now the face of Nike's 30th anniversary. And there's a backlash. There's an outcry, an outrage. Why him? Oh, Nike, how dare you? Let me burn my apparel. Let me burn my sneakers that I'm still wearing and that's on my feet and get third degree burns, which actually happened. It was a dumbass that actually did that shit. Great for him, whatever fucking medical fucking uh, 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 coverage he has because he'll be paying out the nose for that dumb shit. I hope he wasn't insured and he had to pay more money for that shit because that's stupid. You're burning shit that you already bought. Stupid. How about this? Since you're such on this, oh, he's so, he's so negative with our military. Why don't you donate all your Nike apparel to the military that's coming home? That don't have any shelter or any food or any place to go to because they may not have families or they're wounded or they need the money because apparently our military is not taken care of. Oh, by the way, Nike takes care of the military as well. If you can see, a lot of them are wearing, uh, uh, Nike boots as their military uniforms. They wear ACGs. Yeah. Oh, and all you motherfuckers are sitting there going, oh, I, I like wearing my Converse anyway. Hey, quiet as cup. Nike owns Converse. You're not looking at the big picture. You'd rather look at the fingers pointing at the wrong direction. The direction that you should be looking at is in a broad scape of the injustice that's going on. I have individuals that 
who are of my complexion, of my color, my background, my history, my lineage, who think in this black and white look of, well, you know, he's disrespecting the military. Oh, you know, he's, uh, this is, this is all for him. The young man has not spoken a word on Twitter in over a year. He doesn't say what his means, his actions, his motives are. He just does. And he's not going to, he's not going to your local departments of, of, of authority or your governments asking, demanding for change to occur. He's making movements happen little by little. And what better way of doing it by having Nike back you up for all this time and be a bigger and broader spokesperson to the message, to the cause. My, Nike stood behind a lot of guys too. Stood behind Kobe, stood behind Tiger. And now they're standing behind Colin Kaepernick. Mind you, by the way, a lot of you people who are not of color, you're not buying Nikes anyway. As we mentioned in Call Me When It's Over by Girl's Favorite All is Josie's Boy. I don't see you online buying Jordans. I don't see you online buying Air Maxes or any of those. You're not I don't see you buying them. And if you do buy them, you're not buying them for you. You're buying for your kid. They're not for you. It's a thought process that's scrambled because you can't come to the sense that this is not about football. The young man is probably better than a third of your starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now and better than all of your second string quarterbacks. I can bet the young man will go and you give him a couple of months, give him a playbook, probably even a couple of weeks. The man is so headstrong that he'll go in and he'll be able to turn a team around and still be athletic and still be able to be a, a, a dominant machine. I can guarantee that. And I still have hope to this day that this young man will be able to get on the team. Is that window closing? Yeah. But do I believe that it could still happen? Of course. Because somewhere along the line, somebody's going to sit there and take a stand and say, this is bullshit. It's nonsense. This young man is only 30 years old. We have quarterbacks playing until they're 40, 42, 43 years old. He's 30 and still probably in the best shape that anybody else is at his age, half his age. Probably even better. But yeah, what are we talking about here? 72 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. Over 12,000 passing yards. Completion percentage of 59%. Passer rating at 88.9. How many of your favorite quarterbacks have an 88.9 passer rating? Rush for 2,300 yards with 13 rushing touchdowns. Which means collectively, collectively, he has 85 touchdowns altogether. In the short period of time he played football in the NFL. Five years or six years altogether in the NFL. Two playoff appearances, one including a Super Bowl. But just because a young man sat there, sits there for his activism, for his belief on what's right for our people, he gets shunned. And you're going to shun him again because big company said, we like this kid. Or hey, you could even say that big company's just riding the wave. At the end of the day, whatever, whatever gets the message set, delivered, cleared. What's going on in our country is not right. And we need more people. We have the LeBron Jameses out there who's doing the same. We need more people to stand out there and proclaim that we as a society need to do better and we need to fix what's going on inside. I commend that man for, for his activism and I commend that man for his strong beliefs and not having to kowtow and take a knee to what's wrong, what, 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 what the NFL wanted him to do or what they, 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 they asked him to do or told him to do or else. He didn't take a knee for that. He took a knee for what's right. And I commend Nike for standing behind. And by the way, for you guys who don't want their Nikes anymore, you can send them to over here at Termical Tabloid and TRSS Studios. We'll have enough room to take all your Nike collections that you don't want. Bring them over here. We will either keep them or donate them to a, a, a charitable cause. Thank you very much. Welcome, Daniel. In other news, uh, it looks like 
Otani, the sensation out of Japan who plays for the California Angels, will be out of action for the remainder of the season. The young man has a injured shoulder and will be requiring Tommy John's surgery. Otani finished his season with a 4-2 record and batting with 287 with 18 home runs, a feat that has not been accomplished or achieved since Babe Ruth. Young man will be going out for Tommy John surgery on his UCL. And I got to tell you, a lot of these guys who come back from uh, Tommy John surgery actually come back stronger. So that's going to be dangerous. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And finally, Le'Veon Bell is still a holdout for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The young man is still trying to get that money, trying to get his paper. And you know what? I ain't mad at him, son. I'm not mad at him. For real. Get that money. Everybody else is getting their check, getting their paper. You know, there's some may believe that, oh, you're holding out on your team. But you know what? All of them got their money. Everybody got their money over there. Everybody has solid contracts. He's the only one that still doesn't have a legit contract. And this is a young man, Le'Veon Bell, in an era of football, which is all about the air out. Everything's about passing now these days. This is a young man. Excuse me. This is a young man who carried the ball the most times by a running back last season. An era, once again, the era of the quarterback and wide receivers is now they're holding out his money. He was, he was, he was, a, he was a legit guy. This is a guy who, who they want to give him his money. They, you know, they, they want to give him the ball, but they don't want to give him no money. Right. How fair does that work? Get that young man his money, man. I, and, and you know what? For the work, the workhorse that he is, he deserves it, man. Gotcha, bitch. As I mentioned earlier, Seattle Seahawks rookie linebacker Shaquem Griffith the third will start on Sunday. The young man had a debilitating uh, dis- disability as a child growing up and has achieved the dream of becoming an NFL football player and will be starting this uh, this Sunday. And I got to tell you, if that doesn't tell you, if that doesn't motivate you to become more determined and driven to do what you want to do in your life, then I don't know what to tell you, man. That that's 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 pure, pure, pure determination and an ability to go for your goals and achieve that. And plus, with that talent, make sure that nothing hinders you from continuing your dream. Two thousand years. Ryan Howard has announced his retirement from baseball. The big man of the Philadelphia Phillies has said this past week. It's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Take a bow, young man. Big power hitter for the Phillies early on in the mid, uh, early on in the 2000, mid 2000. Ryan Howard is out the door. Welcome to the end of your life. And I promise it's going to hurt. And, uh, guys, since you missed it, if you guys missed it, Sue Bird, the oldest player in the WNBA is killing it still. Sue Bird the other night dropped 14 points in 5.48 minutes to send the Seattle. Uh, Seattle team to their finals. I mean, like, come on, guys. This goes to prove to you, age don't mean shit. If you can still put the work in, if you can still go out there and get that, and get that work, Sue Bird is doing it out there. She's killing it. So, good luck to that team, and good luck to Sue Bird. Who knows, this probably be her last, her last year out there being the elder stateswoman of the WNBA, but, uh, she's proven that time and time. She, she's almost, almost Kobe-ish, I must say. I, I think a lot of you guys may, Probably agree or disagree, but yeah, it's almost Kobe-ish. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am out of here. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on our like and group page on the Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJSanti as well as on YouTube at R, uh, excuse me, TRSS, Turnbuckle Tabloid, and on Anchor with the same name. Also, check us out on all podcasting outlets on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, uh, Tune in, mi gente, wherever they have podcasting, that's where we are. I, we cover all bases. We 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 out there, B. That's what we do. And as always, check out RageWorks.net, guys. I mean, honestly, you don't want to go anywhere else. Why would you? Why would you do that? Why go anywhere else when you could be at RageWorks.net and get everything you want from the world of geekdom and pop culture? All right, guys. I am out of here. I got some shit I got to do. Nice weekend. Hopefully, it's not too damn hot. I hate this fucking heat. New York heat is fucking ridiculous. I'm, I'm off this. Plus, NFL week is starting. I got some games to watch. So, check you guys next week. Right, maybe, maybe, maybe if I could squeeze in, I could get some, some co-hosts next week. And we, could talk, we could chop it up and talk some shit. All right, guys. I'm out of here. I am the king of talk style. Catch you guys on the rebound squash. Regular season sportscast. <laughs>